Mansfield 103.2 Sport with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsandBeds.com. It's the start of your sporting weekend. This is Sports Talk. Good evening and welcome to our weekly look at local sport with me, Jason Harrison and Tim Morris. And what a week it's been for Mansfield Town. There was a defeat at Yeovil on Saturday. The midweek matches elsewhere went their way. And then there was the shock news that striker Adi Youssef's been banned for five games. All that came before tomorrow's vital match at Bristol Rovers. The Stags are struggling for goals at the moment and we hear from boss Adam Murray how even his family members are beginning to notice. I even spoke to my mum on Sunday. She ain't got a clue about football. But she was like, oh, I was listening to it on Sky Sports News and they were saying it's all Mansfield and you lost what happened there's also a new director with local businessman Mark Burton coming on board his main job will be to get the training base in Plesley moving we're still waiting for um, planning and uh, a few bits of paperwork to come through as soon as uh, they're through we're hoping to get started and get some pictures built we look ahead to a big weekend for Mansfield ladies and we'll hear from new Clipston boss Billy Fox double Olympic champion Rebecca Adlington and Nottinghamshire's victorious black ball pool team all that plus tickets to a Stags game the Mansfield weekly prize draw Morris's minute moan and the Sports Talk predictor, all on this busy Sports Talk. Very good evening and welcome to Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2. I'm Jason Harrison, Tim Morris in the studio. Good evening, Tim. No, bad evening, Jason. Why is get it, it right. uh, bad? F.A. Oh, right. Clueless. Yes, well, Absolutely <laughs> clueless. <laughs> yeah, I think he's been ranting all day, to be fair, and we'll find out why very, very shortly here on Mansfield 103.2. Something to do with Mansfield Town. If you've not heard it, you'll hear in the uh, sports news very, very shortly. But for yourself personally, it, spring is on its way. You've, you've been gardening <laughs> today. What's up with you? It is definitely this afternoon. I thought the sun's out, the grass has dried out a bit. <laughs> Get the lawnmower out on the bits that are dry enough and bitten to death as a, as a result. Oh, I'll teach you. I'll teach you doing some <laughs> yeah, of that. Back in the house in future. Indeed. Indeed. Right, let's find out what's been going on today. Uh, in the world of sports, shall we? As we say, it has been a very, very hectic one. So let's find out what's been going on. And we start with Mansfield Town, who have been rocked by a five-match ban for Adi Youssef. The young striker has also been fined £700 by the FA for urinating at the back of a stand whilst warming up as a substitute in last month's game at Plymouth. Boss Adam Murray has called the ban harsh and disappointing, as he says Youssef had been told he could go there by Plymouth stewards and players. Meanwhile, the Stags travel tonight ahead of their game at promotion rivals Bristol Rovers tomorrow. Defender Christian Pierce returns after a two-match ban but could miss out due to illness. But winger Matty Blair should be back after he sat out last week Weekend's match as he was sick. Murray says Blair's return is a boost as we're beginning to see him getting back to his best. Always going to take time because of the time he had out, but he's a real threat when he plays. He's sometimes even when he makes a mistake, he's that quick, he, he rectifies it, um, so it doesn't really matter. You don't even notice he's done it, but um, it gives you that threat of he'll get at people, he'll, he'll make runs from, from deep that are remarkable, um, and he started scoring goals as well. Notts County defender Scott Bennett has gone on loan to League Two rivals York until the end of the season. The former Exeter player has had limited first-team opportunities lately. The move comes a day after Andrew Boyce joined the Magpies from league leaders Northampton for the rest of the campaign to bolster the club's backline options. In the Premier League, Rafa Benitez is the new manager of Newcastle. He's been announced as the successor to head coach Steve McLaren after the former Forest and Derby boss was sacked this morning. Ex-Newcastle midfielder Dietmar Hamann worked under Benitez at Liverpool and he says the Spaniard who signed a three-year deal should be a success. I think it could be a perfect fit because I think he showed in the past that uh, he worked with teams um, just above the top or mid-table teams. I think he gets an awful lot out of these teams uh, and I think it could be a perfect fit so it's, uh, I think it's a major coup for Newcastle and uh, I think the fans will be quite happy tonight. In rugby, young winger Josh Skelsey signed a new one-year deal at Nottingham. The 21-year-old scored four tries in ten league and cup games for the Green and Whites this season and also claimed a try during a friendly against Tonga. He's the second player to commit himself to the Lady Bay Club for next year following Locke Morgan Eames yesterday. And in tennis, Andy Murray believes Maria Sharapova must accept responsibility for failing a drugs test and serve a ban. The Russian player revealed on Monday she tested positive for meldonium in January. Sharapova claims she's been taking the drug for 10 years for health reasons, but Murray says using it just because it's available as a prescription is still wrong. I read that 55 athletes have failed tests for that substance since January the 1st, so 
you just don't expect sort of high-level athletes um, at the top of many different sports to have heart conditions. Ashley Mansfield, 103.2 Sports Update. Tony Delahunt is back with your local news at the top of the hour. So, of course, we'll talk a little bit about the Mansfield Town stuff after six o'clock. I'm sure you'll have a lot to say on the added use of just, five just match a, Just ban. a wee bit, yeah. <laughs> just, uh, first one of many, or, or not, hopefully. <laughs> uh, the other things in there today, uh, the main story uh, being uh, Steve McLaren going at Newcastle. Why is it taking them all week to make that? You know, we all knew that decision was coming. We knew on Monday who his replacement was going to be. You, you do wonder why it's taking so long to sort it out. But it's Newcastle, isn't it? It's, exactly, just, it's always exactly. a farce where Newcastle are concerned. Yeah. I don't blame them for doing it because you're in their position. Yeah. You need a reaction. You've got to do something. If they hadn't done anything, but you've got to and do right go down. by Steve McLaren. Now, I think McLaren will come out of this a lot better because he's been oh, very yes. dignified yes, this week course, and just yeah. gone on with it because he knew that the sword was over his head. Yeah. Just kept things going. Whereas Newcastle, once again, have just done it all completely wrong. Probably well, got the right it. man in now, and Benitez. Probably be a good manager, but we're waiting, you know. Possibly, yeah. The whole thing I mean, is just as a sour taste. You feel again. sad in, in a way for McLaren because, like you say, a good man, but he's not a manager, is he? It's been mm. proven over the years, sadly, for him. He's a great coach, not a manager. And also Sharapova. Uh, it looks like she's going to face a, a lengthy ban. Because Quite right, of, too. Yeah, well, it's a case of I've used this drug as a, uh, as a pres- on prescription to help my uh, onset of diabetes, wasn't it? And That's right. Even though most medical experts have been quoted in the media over the past week have said you, you don't use that drug for any mm. length of time. You use it occasionally, whatever. And as Andy Murray says, an awful lot of people have got problems, or the same problem, which is why they've been using it. And I think it's wrong, some of her peers coming out and, you know, saying she was brave to come out. No, she wasn't. <laughs> she would have been outed anyway. Well, I've only seen Serena saying that. Yeah. The rest of everyone else seems to be on the same thing, that she must face up to the ban and be yeah. banned oh, yes. and, and all that. We've had all sports people been saying that this week. Oh, yeah, I don't think anybody says she shouldn't face the ban, but mm. people sort of praising her for coming out and coming clean, if you like. Well, she you was know. trying to take the initiative, wasn't she, at the start of the week, really? Yeah, rather than let it, rather than let it come out and drip. Drip, I suppose, mm. but you know, why? Why did people do this? You know, she's got all these people advising her. Yeah. And then she comes out and says it was a mistake. Well, yeah. you've got very poor advisors. <laughs> I'm sure her medical staff and everybody are fantastically well paid, so they should know what's going exactly. on. Exactly, that's so. the point. You know, and this list has been drawn up months in advance. Everybody knew when it came into force at the beginning of the year. They knew what was on the list. Mm. Surely, you know, if you're in her position, you make sure you're not going to get caught out. Or is it a case of the country she comes from? We know all the histories in athletics from that country. Do they think they're above the uh, sporting law? We'll wait and see what happens with Maria Sharapova over the next few months. Uh, let's move on uh, with our sports talk programme tonight. And let's hear from Mansfield's uh, double Olympic swimming champion, Rebecca Adlington. She's been talking about sporting injuries this week as part of British Acupuncture Week. She knows it's ironic after dislocating her shoulder during her recent brief appearance in the Channel 4 reality show, The Jump. I know, yeah. Not not great. <laughs> <laughs> How is the shoulder at the moment? Recovering? Yes. No, it is good, thank you. Um, I had surgery three weeks ago, so I'm out of my sling and I'm back driving and stuff, which is all good. Oh, yeah, so you're back mobile again, so everything's yes. soon back to normal. So, yes. hopefully, when, when do you think you will be back to normal with it? Um, well, I've said they've said I can swim in about two months' time, um, so I think once I kind of start swimming and kind of doing a lot more stuff, hopefully three months and I'll be back to normal. Are you missing the swimming at the moment? Um, I think when as soon as you tell someone they can't do something, it makes you want to do it even more. So I'm kind of just got that at the minute. Yeah, because you probably weren't swimming as much as you were while, when you were competing. But no, 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 it wasn't. But like, um, I've not even been able to take summer swimming. So obviously, my husband's done that. But as in, mm. I can't wait to just take her again and get back in the water. So it's in, yeah, so it's interesting we're talking sporting injuries because I'm sure through the career that you had, you had quite a few injuries as well. Yeah, yeah. well, my shoulders have always been an issue. Swimmer's shoulders and just overuse and things like that. And I think a lot of research is like obviously coming out that kind of a lot of people have injuries and don't do anything about it. And I think as an athlete, we're very, very good at kind of, oh, this is niggling. Yeah, let's go see someone. Let's sort it. Let's get the treatment. And I tried everything when I swam. <laughs> I had massage every week, physio every week. I was taking painkillers, doing all of that. And I took tried acupuncture, which I'd never done before. I didn't know anything about. And the needles scared me and freaked me out. But I thought I may as well try it. And it really worked for me. And it, it really helped. And I've can, continued to have that. I had traditional acupuncture before the show as well as when once I got back from the show and mm. had dislocated shoulder and it really worked. So I think it's just 
just about the information and educating people and getting people to just seek a bit of help and get that treatment to sort themselves out. Yeah, I suppose acupuncture is a strange one. People don't really think about it too much, do they? No, especially not in this country. In other countries, it's absolutely huge. Uh, but in this country, I think a lot of people would probably go to a, a chiropractor or a physio, probably more well-known than um, going to see somebody for acupuncture. But a, a good therapist will explore all the options and tell you which one they see fit for your specific injury or problem or issue that you've got. And um, for me, I didn't know that much about it before I had it. And it wasn't a case of till I tried it and I realised, actually, it's not painful at all. The needles aren't a problem. It wasn't <laughs> like an injection or anything like that. And actually, it was absolutely fine and worked wonders for me. Uh, it's a good sign, though, isn't it, that people are doing more and more sport. But this is one of those sort of uh, side issues, isn't it, that happens as a result of that? Yeah, of course. I think a lot of people like now not only just playing sport, but going for a run or going in the gym and just don't do things with the right technique, maybe, or just uh, something happens even just in the gym, you know, that just, oh, they've twinged their back and something's happened. So it's bound to happen, but it's great that everyone wants to be fit and healthy. It's just about managing that and making sure to warm up and cool down and stretch and all those things are just so important that I think sometimes everyone just goes, oh, forget the stretching. I'm in a rush today. I want to shower and put my makeup on instead of taking five minutes to just stretch and cool down. It's Olympic year, of course. Do you think you'll miss it when it comes to Rio? No. (laughs) I'm out there. I'm doing the punditry. Mm. um, So I'm looking forward to going to my first Olympics where I'm not nervous and terrified the whole time and get to enjoy it and watch the racing. But there will be some Mansell swimmers there, especially in the Paralympics this year. Yes. Oh, of course. Always. It always seems to be the way. There's something in the water there. (laughs) How do you think the likes of Ollie Hind and Charlotte will do this year? I think it's one of those that you never know with Olympic Games because you don't know what other people are doing. I think the main thing for these guys and for any athlete is to just focus on themselves and do the best work that they know how and just kind of focus on them because you just never know what another athlete's going to do from another country and it's always expect the unexpected at an Olympic Games but hopefully I think they've put in the work and they'll just get their head down and do the job. They're really experienced racers now so they've got that under their belt. And not pick up any injuries along the way to get it back onto theme. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Well, it's great to hear from you, Becky. Good luck oh, with the shoulder. Thank you. And I hope you enjoy Rio. I'm sure it'll be fantastic. Oh, thank you. Yeah, Becky Adlington speaking to me earlier on this week. Always good to hear from her. And it's, it's amazing because you think the Olympics is great to be part of it, but you hear yeah. there, it must have been a nerve-wracking games for the last two games. But it sounds Definitely. like I'm, I'm, it's great yeah. I can go there and enjoy it this time. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure the first time she went, you know, it seems such a long time ago now, 2008, mm. when she won those two golds. I'm not so sure when she first went to them, she was particularly nervous, she was saying, because no. it was... You know, there's no pressure on her, but certainly 2012 was, wasn't 2012, it? there was an awful lot of pressure on her, yes. Yeah, and uh, we've been talking about injuries, and she had that yeah. dislocated shoulder in the jump. I mean, what's your view of, of the jump? Is it something that should be banned as a show, or do you feel that, well, the celebrities know what they're doing? I, th- I think they know, and I know. they know what they're getting themselves exactly. in for, so keep going. No, exactly, keep going. They, they know what they're doing, they sign up for it, just if you like, like on your other reality shows where you jump out of a helicopter, <laughs> or, you know, you pick up a snake, and if you get bitten by it, well, you get bitten by it, you know, so, providing, you know, it's probably properly regulated and there are safety features there which there are you know go for it if you you don't want to do it don't do it and acupuncture you want some needles stuck into you not for me (laughs) (laughs) it's British acupuncture week we should have tried it we should have brought some in (laughs) (laughs) that's a chance lost there sports talk here on Mansu 103.2 we'll come back shortly we're talking pool it's been a great week for Nottinghamshire Blackboard Pool and we'll also talk uh, non-league we'll be hearing from the uh, Clipston new boss who got a win in his first game in charge in midweek did Billy Fox but I've got a ticket competition tonight uh, to win uh, one of two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's home game for Mansell Town against Portsmouth we'll start talking Mansell Town of course after 6 o'clock as well just answer the following question uh, what is Portsmouth's nickname? What is Portsmouth's nickname? Call us 01623 treble That's 01623 treble Lines will be open till 6.45. You'll go into the draw and with the winners announced at the end of the programme to win one of two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's home game for the Stags against Portsmouth. Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsAndBeds.com Welcome back to Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2 and let's talk Blackball Pool Show. It's been an excellent week for Nottinghamshire as the men's A-team came back from the county finals last weekend with the trophy and the proud captain is Harvey Amherst. We've been chasing it for four years. We won the Super 7 National 2014 and then we won it at the weekend at Chelsea near Portsmouth. 
what is um, a, near a five day event you go there on the Wednesday yeah. you start playing Thursday morning and you play seven games in the group stages and then you have your quarter semi and final but it was a great weekend we were unbeaten all weekend it was special as well because we had four top players out um, thought we had a good chance but we, you know but the team just it was just a great team spirit and we mm. bonded really well all, all the team did brilliantly yeah and you, you beat West Yorkshire in the final yeah we beat West Yorkshire in the final again uh, big rivals they won it in 2014 that means we beat in the quarters we beat Essex last year's runners up yeah. the Sennies we beat last year's winners and then 2014 you didn't, do it, you didn't do it the easy way no, then. I think it was <laughs> We were down 5-4, kept with them, and then I think mm. we got it to 9 all, and then we ended up being 11 9 all. We ended up, I think it was 13-10. Mm. We just got, got the win, and it was very, very emotional, I think. And I had a 10-man squad, um, and they they gave me everything, every one of them. Great, and where is the trophy now? Um, it's at Tattles at the moment. Yeah, it's, it's not been at your house no, or anything well, like that. because we, we didn't have room <laughs> in the car, that means Scott took it back, but we, I will be going to get it. To be, I've been that busy, my phone hasn't stopped with I'm people. sure. It's been mad, to be fair. Yeah. But it was a, not just the A team what did brilliant, the B team did fantastic. Jimmy Allen, who, who helps me run the county, he runs the B team, and they did absolutely brilliant. They got to the final, lost to West Yorkshire in the final, Final, but they uh, they only lost two games all weekend. They've, they've got a great they've got a great side as well. And the under 18s also. Yeah, well. well, the under 18s is special. I mean, we won it last year. Tracy Davis won it this year. We were second or third favourites this year. West Yorkshire uh, was favourites. We got to the final unbeaten. Um, we had three newbie players who never played at Chelsea before, and then we got the experience. Uh, Greg Davis is great player. Danny Zinner, who captain, and Jordan Cunningham. And we went into the final ten seven down, made it ten all, mm. and then we went to a playoff. And Greg lost the playoff, I think, uh, but he went in off on the break, and then their play cleared up. But our target was to get to the final, and we took them all the way. You, you did mention what it meant to you personally. I mean, it must have just been a fantastic weekend for you. Oh, for for me, um, I've won a lot as a captain. Um, I've been in the game 25 years it's the biggest thing I've ever won it's very emotional to be honest um, a lot of them players who, who was in that team I mean I've been with me from the start and all 10 of them not one of them played bad and they wanted it so much and it, it, you know that's why it meant uh, I'm probably the happiest man in the world at the moment <laughs> Excellent. Just finally, uh, just went on the towers. I mean, they they're just constantly there, aren't they, for you at the moment? Oh, fantastic! Chris Walker, uh, the owner, is brilliant. Ricky, she does a, helps us a lot, and Scott Higgins as well, manager. But they're, they're fantastic. They're, we're a great partnership. They've been there for us now for nearly three and a half years, and it's just um, we probably won't be in this position without them. To be fair, I mean, we've got a pool centre with fifteen tables. It's brilliant. That's Harvey Elmhurst, who's in charge of Nottinghamshire Black Ball Pool, and it sounds like a fantastic weekend down at Chelsea, doesn't it? and yeah. uh, uh, winning that finalists in two other categories good for Nottinghamshire most definitely isn't it we, we heard probably over the last year haven't we great success the veterans the, the Masters competition and, and now this really is thriving in mm. this county and a lot of it is down to Harvey you have to say yeah and it's always as we say it's one of those games that you can probably pick up and play quite yeah, well any, and enjoy that's and, right yeah. anybody anybody can have a go and, you know, but to be the best you do, you do have to put a lot of practice in and yeah. which is what I know they do and they watch it sometimes they don't miss a ball sometimes no, that's <laughs> right you, you don't get a chance do you you no. break you know, poor break game over yeah well great stuff well done Harvey well done to the whole of the uh, Nottinghamshire uh, Black Ball Pool team did fantastically well and there's loads more events coming up during the year we'll keep you up to date with that here on Mansfield 103.2 uh, but let's go on to non-league football now Clipston are through to the not Senior Cup final to face Baseford for the second year running after a 2-1 win at Radford in midweek uh, Cup rules are meant to shortage of players uh, but they were helped by former boss Jazz Colliver he came back yeah. to play for the Cobras and they went through uh, we hear from midfielder Pat Lindley shortly uh, but first uh, Bi boss Billy Fox spoke to Mansfield 3.2's Jim McIntosh after his first game in charge. It's been a good night, a good result. Um, lads have worked hard and put a lot of effort in. For we had a, we had a couple of lads who not played for a few weeks, and uh, obviously we didn't want extra time. Yeah, with only ten out fit outfield players available to you, good first half performance. Couple of goals from Nicky Walker. Probably should actually have had one or two more. I thought. Um, yeah, but I can't criticise for the goals that he did score because he's a class act. And obviously, sometimes flair players take liberties, don't they, when they should bury it. And uh, I think he did that a couple of times, but he did enough. Then second half, in fairness to Radford, they hit back. They worked to the 90th minute, actually hit the post in the 95th minute, I think what think it was. Uh, but certainly the back, I think the whole of the back four really played well tonight. Well, I think at half-time we decided that we didn't actually, if they scored again, that we may be in trouble because of the fitness of our players sort of 
the, the lads that had sort of joined us late um, and we didn't want extra time so even if they equalised we were going to try and score again so uh, and obviously I said to the lads the best way not to go into extra time is not let them score and to be fair to a man they sort of stood up as men tonight and it was a great game of cup football so uh, we move forward to Saturday now league game home game to Thackley um, any views on that one please? Um, Thackley are a good side um, and I watched them at Handsworth Paramours and they looked very good on the break uh, we may have a few changes for Saturday because obviously a couple of lads have gone with Jasper who I must thank for tonight actually the fact that he's left but he's come to play for us tonight uh, speaks volumes of him but like I said we'll see what Saturday brings we actually can't go up or go down so we will be trying to sort of play football and uh, develop sort of a, a pattern of play that I, that the way that I play obviously I want to win a football match but the lads won't be punished or sort of criticised for sort of trying to play football Pad, it was a tough game out there tonight. Yeah, very tough. Obviously, uh, Billy coming in, the cut rules are having to play three games for the club before you can play. We were, we're down to bare bones, but I think we showed what we're all about tonight. Dug deep, and that's that's what it's all about. In, in non-league football, you dig deep and get around your mates, and that's what we got all, all wear out there today, mates. Clipston only had ten outfield players available tonight due to a number of issues, so um, you all had to play 90 minutes, and uh, it was a heavy pitch uh, and Radford made you fight all the way didn't they yeah yeah and it, that's exactly as it says we're, we're all mates and that's what we're all here for we wouldn't have travelled this way in a semi-final if, if we weren't mates and we're all mates and that's what we're here for and we've got to go and win cup now that's, that's 100% what's going to happen just asking you to look forward Saturday we've got a home league game against Thackley yeah I think it'll be a great chance for Billy to, to get in his style of football because there is going to be a change Jas and Billy are different and, and it's going to be a chance for him to set himself the style of play that he wants to play us to get used to him and uh, it's positive times Ed. there's good times to come at Clipston and um, everyone's believing in it we're all mates and we're all, we're all here for the majority of the rest of the season so there you go Clipston through to the not Senior Cup final and they will face Baseford so it's a repeat yep. of last, last year's year final again, yeah. <laughs> Baseford won it but exactly. it was a tight That's affair yeah. last year wasn't it so it'll be interesting to see how they go again this time because mm. Clipston have had a well it's now two changes of managers That's right, yeah. and judging by the team spirit that we showed midweek as mm. much as anything else they've got to have a what's, great chance haven't they what's that like when you, the, the, man, the ex-manager coming back, coming back yeah. to help out because the rule is that you have to have players that play, play three, three games, games before, before yeah. the game is. hopefully by the final that will be sorted out Yeah, but yeah for him to come back it shows that he left on decent terms didn't he at the mm. end of the day and he took the club forward and the club obviously welcomed him back with open arms because <laughs> they needed 10 Hartfield players which they got but it was terrific and, and he, said, he sounds very measured manager. That, that's the first impression if you yeah. like you know he's a thinking man if you like and it's interesting what he says he obviously wants to try and play football mm. and the pressure's off as he said he can't go up can't go down so it's an ideal time to try it and no doubt try out new players as well yeah he faces one of his former sides Stackley yep. tomorrow so that'd be interesting Rainworth got back on winning ways yeah, last week result. as well so good result for them and AFC won again yeah. interesting I, I noticed the AFC report um, Jason White you know an awful lot of clean sheets mm. this season you know, much doing well at times but he's doing really well and he's, he's the bedrock of that promotion bid at the moment yeah we'll keep up to date with all the non-league action tomorrow here on Mansfield 103.2 we've got reporters at four of our games we'll keep you right up to date with everything in Saturday Sports which starts at one when we come back after this short break uh, we'll have uh, the news at six uh, we'll get Tim's weather report for the weekend I'm smiling he's smiling it's obviously good <laughs> news or, yeah. or he's smiling that he always gets it right and we'll also be hearing from Adam Murray Mark Burton the Newstags director and from Mansfield ladies boss Lewis Saxby the time is 5.58 Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsandBeds.com. Sports talk here on Mansfield 103.2 here till 7 o'clock and then it's Ian Watkins uh, back with the 80s school reunion. Before then though, uh, there will be Morris's Minute Moan. Yes. Formula One in my sights, and that uh. I have to say, it's, it's crazy. You know, you, for me, I, I, a clue: safety has got to be paramount in sport for those taking part. Well, we'll find out. I'm sure what that is all about. Shortly, we've got sports talk predictor. Will we have the new Trevor still? Will he still be here? The the, the posh BBC I, 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 speaking. I, I, Trevor? I enjoyed the new Trevor no. enjoyed more the fact that he's sliding down the table well we'll find out exactly what's been going on there shortly here on Mansour 103.2 but it is past 6 o'clock so it means it's time <laughs> on the balls it means it is time to talk to Stag what a what a week it has been for Mansell Town in one shape or another. I don't know, I don't know how we're going to yep. fit it all in, to be fair. But we will do between now and seven here on Mansell 103.2. <laughs> Da, 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 da. 
So let's start with the week that was for Mansell Town then, shall we? Mansell Town falling to their second 1-0 defeat in a row. This time at home to Yeovil side who produced a real smash and grab. Green has Lamp to his right. This is Lamp. Might pull the trigger, it does. Saved by the goalkeeper, Darwin to his right side. And behind for a goal kick. Chapman delivers the corner, right-footed, aiming for Tefazoli, goes beyond him. Lamp collects it, oh, he gets it all wrong for 12 yards. Reggie Lamp's shot balloons into the quarry lane end. He'll be so disappointed with that. Very good to the stags on that far touchline. Swung into the penalty area, headed away by Yeovil. Alfe collects, 35 from goal. Slammed forward there by Mal Benning. Well over. It's been a commanding first half by Adam Murray's Mansfield Town. But it's 0-0 here at the Wonkall Stadium between the Stags and Yeovil. Mansfield's fourth corner of the match. Right-footed. Headed forward! And saved by the goalkeeper. The header by the captain, Lee Collins. But it was straight at Kryziak on his goal line. Lap. 25 yards out on a marauding run slips it to Clements who shoots low but well off target there from the edge of the D should be testing the keeper from there really Chris Clements headed away by Yeovil falls to Yusuf just inside the box and now Lamb 25 from goal curling effort off the bar headed forward over onto the roof of the net by Maxigale Yusuf now trying to power his way into the penalty area number one Yusuf still beyond the goalkeeper but saved by over the back ball still in the box Lamb back to goal shoots blocked and then Clement somehow his shot charged down by Yeovil and it flies over onto the far side Campbell's 25 yards out slips it into the penalty area dangerous moment this shot fight towards goal denied by Scott Shearer was led that's the first ever on target for Yeovil and they force their second corner here's Campbell just outside the box tries to place it forward Stags defend it well Campbell again, 25 yards out. That's a shot towards goal. Owen just glances wide and Shearer's left hand post. Inches wide it was, that shot by Campbell. Campbell sends it into the penalty area for Yeovil. Far side, the left. There to the dead ball line. Pulled back and sent into the net. And Yeovil in added on time here at the one call stadium may have snatched all three points from the finish from close range. Pulled back from the dead ball line. Sent in to the back of the net from about five yards and Yeovil 10 seconds into the first minute of added on time have the goal we think it's Dixon who's put it in headed forward by Yeovil the whistle's in the mouth it's the final whistle Yeovil have three points here at the one call stadium with a last gasp goal to separate these two sides so that was uh, the Saturday that was last Saturday as the Stags went down to Yeovil and you could just feel it happening with Yeovil yeah they're 21st in the table but they're doing well they're, they're on a good run of form yeah, Mansell didn't, didn't take the right. chances and Yeovil fought to the end and, and yeah. took, took away all three points the longer the second half went on you know we, we were talking at the time and on air I think as well last Saturday you, you just knew if we didn't mm. get a goal to win the game because one goal would have been enough to win the game <laughs> we were going to lose at some point you just feel you're capable of conceding at the back don't that's at the times one just clean one sheet thing, in yeah. four months yeah. something like 20 20 games that's what's undoing us at times because we should have got at least a draw last not Saturday. the lack of goals because that's what uh, Adam's been Adam Murray's been focusing on well a it depends whether you have the attitude that we had at the start of the season we're going to score one more than you mm. so therefore yes it is the lack of goals but as the season's gone on he, you know he tried to be tight at the back but it's not worked has it for one reason or another we always seem like you say capable of conceding one goal at some point you know one of the defenders seems to switch off at some point so yes we, we need to be more ruthless going forward we, and that's the problem I think we played some really good football for 20-25 minutes for me but then once we didn't get the goal in the first half we, we seemed to amble through through the rest of the game at the times mm. but there were chances in the second half you know Reggie Lamb against the bar terrific effort when Yusuf come on definitely made a difference you know and that gold mouth melee him and Green really should have scored yeah. Maxendale had a couple of half chances as well you can look back on it and say it looked a thrilling game, but it wasn't actually. You have to be <laughs> hand on heart and say, you know, it was. It almost felt with the sunshine that was out at times in, in the funny weather, almost like at times, like a pre-season friendly. There wasn't mm. the intensity there that there should have been for me. I oh, know that Adam Murray wouldn't, wouldn't like that at all. In fact, it's now two uh, one 0 defeats in a row. There was the game at Newport That's the right, previous and weekend. Late goals again, and there was yeah. another late goal. And I've asked him uh, whether he viewed the past couple of weekends as disappointing. Disappointing because of the results, but more frustrating than disappointing because we haven't played bad. If mm. you, you go come out of these games and you go if your performances are, are awful and you haven't created opportunities to win games and you, you've got an issue but there's no way we should have lost both of them um, 
I even spoke to my mum on Sunday. She ain't got a clue about football. <laughs> telling her she ain't got a clue. But she was like, oh, I was listening to it on Sky Sports News. And they were saying it's all Mansfield and you lost. What happened? I was like, bruv. Hold on, you, you went to see your mum on Mother's Day and you talked no, about No, I didn't actually. It was on the phone. <laughs> 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 but that, that sums it up. It was... Saturday was one of them that I don't know. We, we got too carried away with trying to score. And I, we've had a meeting this week with the boys. And yes, we want to go and try and win the games, but we, we can't concede sloppy goals like that. The focus was on scoring. And we've, we've let our guard down um, and got sucker punch with a, a poor goal. And it was the same last week at, at Newport. Poor goal and worst case scenario, you, you come out of them games and you say, it weren't our day today, it weren't going in. Because um, some of the opportunities we had, they have to be goals. There's no ifs and buts or well, you, you, it was close and you, it was a tough chance. We've we got to score and the boys know that and we know that as coaching staff and that's an area we've got to improve in because we um, we do a lot of good work and we get into situations. That should have been 3 and 4 nil before it even got to the chance. Um, but it wasn't. Um, the good thing for us and we, we keep saying it is we keep getting little lifelines you look at the results last night again and um, unfortunately for all the teams that had four or five games on us now they've gone um, and we're two points off the playoffs so it's all levelled out now this is it we're two points off the playoffs with 11 games to go um, and we've got to play them all so if there's ever a time for us to, to beat these teams Maybe we've just left it till now, Jason. Maybe it was waiting. Yeah, let's hope so. Let's hope so. Uh, when you look at the table now, the top six seem to be pulling away a little bit, don't they? And it looks like seven or eight ties now scrapping for seventh spot. Yeah, it does at the minute, but I, I, I won't go with that. You, you, if you, we've gone through all the fixtures and everybody's playing each other. I think the, the top nine or ten, um, at least six or seven of their remaining games are against the teams in and around them. So um, there's going to be a lot of twists and turns. If we can stay in it and in and around it till the last few games within two, three, four points of it um, if not in it we give ourselves a great chance and um, I think what we all wanted at the end of the season is to be in the last stretch with someone to, to fight for not not struggling for our lives or not going through the motions um, and we're there we, we've done that so now it's I've said to the team that you believe that that you can do this because you, you put yourself in a position yes we're frustrated about the last two results but um we haven't played badly. Um, I heard some sausage on Saturday shout, they don't look interested and there's no urgency. And I was nearly sick in my mouth because you're not going to get a, um, a more willing team than this one. They, they can't run anymore. Mm. I know that because I, I have the sat navs on them, I have the GPSs on them, so I know how much they are running. Um, so comments like that, that you makes you angry more than anything because you know how <clears throat> how hard the group's working um, yes we're missing certain bits but um, like I said exactly with Mansfield Town do you know what I mean we're not we can't have everything and we're doing the best with what we've got and the boys are doing absolutely fantastic Adam Murray they're speaking at Wednesday's uh, press conference the Lions will be on their way I think shortly down to yep. uh, Bristol Rovers they're stop- stopping overnight so perfect preparation then we're hearing from Adam there from a couple of days ago and again he's, he's concerned with what's coming from the from the sidelines from certain fans and you always want to say to Adam look just don't forget, forget you know, about screen them, yeah. it you know just don't most yeah. of the fans know he's well, well they have snapped the hand off for where we are this season and that that's down to him you know he's taken the club massive steps forward in, in the uh, this season compared to last season yes we know that the players are working hard I think the fans just get frustrated and you know we all say things when we get frustrated you know that's perhaps sometimes why managers don't want to be interviewed at the final whistle because they, they are equally as frustrated and the fans do say what, what they think and I think the last Saturday there just wasn't enough probably goal mouth action but I think that's fans. probably what's the frustrating for the fans. Had, we the scored, fact had the Reggie Lamb shot gone in, had the goal mass scramble with Yusuf and Green gone in, you know, mm. we'd have been one up, we'd have won that game and everybody would have been happy. The accusation has been, though, all season that the, the team doesn't go for it at home as much as it should yes. do. That's what the fans who they moan to, about yeah. it. And again, Saturday seems to have been another it did, example the, the of that. The style did seem to change slightly. We definitely played more football, particularly in the first half, you know, passed it around a lot more, which I know is something Adam Murray, you know, the style of play he wants, if you like, rather mm. than a gung ho up and at him and lump it forward quickly style but in the previous weeks where we have been a little bit more direct the fans do seem to have got behind the players more <laughs> in the home games it's, it's, it's a strange one yeah uh, we talked before that about uh, the being goal shy I mean it's I think now in the last four games three games no goals yep. uh, there was the other one I think it was Dagenham and Redbridge was the only one in the last four that there's been goals for the Stags yep. and now we've had this uh, story that's come out today with Adi Youssef uh, <laughs> banned for five games for public urination during yep. a game uh, at the back of a stand uh, when you look at the 
th- there had to be some sort of punishment, I think, for it, because I think you've got to have some sort of level. Yes. But it's five matches and a £700 fine Just for, for Adi Youssef, which what, what's going to be? A week, two weeks wages? Yeah. Could be quite Way easily. over the top. Way over the top. You know, where's the precedent for this? I've been scouring the rule books. I can't see any guidance that the FA sort of make these decisions on for that. You know, mm. violent conduct during the game where you get a headbutt in a, in a, in a match, which is, you know, if it was on the street, you'd be arrested for and well, sent to court. Say to me, Zinedine uh, Zidane, he got ra- three games. Yeah, yeah, racist comments. Racist comments. John, Ter- John Terry, he got less. Mm. You know, when he was thinking, yeah, I think he got four games. It might have been thinking it was four. Yeah, five games. It's just, it's not unprecedented, of course, because of the Canton thing and other things. But as I say, violent assault, racist attacks get punished less. Why has he got five games? The FA won't, at the moment at least, haven't said why. You know, yeah. why didn't they take into mitigating circumstances? The fact, that, yes, it was in public, but it wasn't in front of the public. He was told to go there. And it sounds like it's something that's happened many, many times exactly. before. He wasn't the first, he won't be the last. Mm. Also interesting in the wording, the only thing that perhaps has gone against him, and nobody's really said anything about it yet, if you look at the ruling, it says something about twi- it happening twice, as in in the 30-something minute and in the was it 50-something mm. minute as well. And it doesn't make it clear whether he did it twice or whether something else happened in the, thir- in the 30-odd minutes, which would be you know interesting to find out. But... I hope, you know, I don't know whether the club is, has got grounds to appeal, whether you can appeal it, because if, if you can, they ought to do. They're probably feeling they probably shouldn't, because they're, they're, probably, they're on well, yeah. a losing thing, because they, they tried with Christian Pierce. and Well, they that did, never, yeah. yeah. But that's perhaps on, you know, that was more, you know, there's video evidence, if you like. This one, you, we need to know what the ruling is first, mm. as in why the punishment is what it is. But we know, obviously, why. I mean, who complained? Why... <laughs> Well, it was fans' complaints yeah. to the steward, wasn't it? Which exactly. was then uh, put in the referee's report because the referee was made aware of it. So that is why then it became a, an FA issue because uh, the whoever does the, the the referee's reports has to yeah. pass that on to the FA to decide. And this is where they've they've come up with this again. When what was it? Weeks down the line, isn't yeah. it? You, you sort of feel as it gone, and then all of a sudden comes back and bites. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. You see, once again, it just seems like the authorities are against Mansfield Town. How many times over the years have we said it? Mm. Not just, you know, during I'm, the I'm 90 sure minutes. I'm sure that's just paranoia. I'm sure that's just paranoia. It probably is, but we always seem to get punished more than other clubs. Mm. You know, had this been, you know, somebody higher up, would they have got a five-game ban? I, I doubt it. Yeah, well, we had a player that went off and got an extra ban for going off the pitch too slowly right. was it, as yeah, well. So. exactly. And he, when he wasn't <laughs> that t- not really. He, yeah. you know, the only thing was, he went to the fur- you know the furthest corner, but the furthest corner from where the incident happened was where the tunnel was. Well, we we'll get get some clarification I don't know whether we will get it because I think the FA are notoriously uh, don't, don't talk about these right, the decision has yeah. been made and that's, that's it, that yeah. uh, so it looks like he's gone uh, Craig Westgar of course also gone on loan so yep. that even makes the problem even worse and it sounds like although he could, Ad- be, he could come back well it, uh, Adam Murray when we, we talked to him earlier on in the week before they said well he's uh, he's scored three four goals in 20 odd games yeah, it's not going to change no, anything if he comes back goals but, wise so. you know, Adam Murray said in on the, the club website he says you know he's been given permission from, the, from John Radford to go out and strengthen the squad with a striker mm. if, if he feels he wants to do. So that's not going to be Westcar, is it? It's not going to be Westcar, then it's going to be somebody else coming in and he said he'd already had one or two knockbacks, so fingers crossed we do get somebody. We'll probably find that two o'clock tomorrow afternoon, that's when, yeah. that's when we tend to happen, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, and spring a surprise on Bristol Rovers, and as Adam Murray said there, what a great time it will be to start getting wins against teams in the top half of the table. Yeah, let's hope so, um, and uh, well, we've got exclusive commentary of that here on Mansfield 103.2 next Saturday. Uh, the tough run of games continues because it's a home game against Portsmouth. It is, but they, you know, over the years, Mansfield town rise to those sort of games particularly mm. at home you know you, you can go back years and years and years the top teams won't relish coming here it was a couple of seasons ago South End lost I remember Luton when they were flying high got toppled Hull City when they were yeah. on the march up to the Premier League we beat them 1-0 at home I was always remember that with the header from a corner mm. yeah we've got a great record against the top teams in whatever division not this playing, season though but not this season <laughs> but each time they can change that right, yeah. they can change and uh, we've got tickets to give away for the game uh, next Saturday uh, just to answer the following question what is Portsmouth's nickname what is Portsmouth nickname uh, you will go into the draw 01623 the line's open until 6.45 one of two pairs of tickets uh, to win for this and we'll announce the winners at the end of the programme when we come back we'll, st- we'll hear uh, from the Stags new director Mark Burton and we'll talk more Stags as well including Adam Chapman Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield unitedcarpetsandbeds.com and welcome back to Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2 I'm Jason Harrison Tim Morris in the studio here till 7 o'clock tonight we'll be hearing from Mansfield Town ladies shortly we've got Morris's Minute Moan and Sports Talk Predictor before 7 o'clock so make sure you stay with us for all of that but let's talk Mansfield Town more Mansfield Town uh, unveiling their 8th director last weekend local businessman Mark Burton uh, coming on board and he told Mark Stevenson how the offer from owner John Radford uh, came about. Well John mentioned it a few weeks ago whether I'd be interested um, 
we held a meeting, obviously, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I accepted the, the challenge. What have you come here to do? What's your purpose on the board? I've come to assist the ground staff in uh, the, the pitch, the new training facility that we're hoping to build soon, and the existing training pitch, to be fair. Let's talk about one of the exciting projects. You mentioned it there, the new training facility, the training base at Woburn Lane. What's the very latest with that project? We're still waiting for um, planning and uh, a few bits of paperwork to come through as soon as uh, they're through. We're hoping to, to get started and get some pitches built. What exactly will happen up there in Plesley? We'll have three pitches, main grass pitches, and then hopefully in the future we're going to have a 3G pitch. What are your expertise then? Give us a bit about your background, if you would. Obviously, I own Ulet Landscapes, so we maintain a lot of football pitches and all sorts of sports pitches. We create new pitches for various building companies. So uh, a, a wide range, we also do hard landscaping and bits and bobs so we, we, we've I've got a wide range of skills through the old landscaping sector how excited are you to join the club at this stage of its development extremely it's um it's every boy's dream to be involved in the the club that they support and I'm lucky enough to to be on the board so yeah very excited how long have you been associated with Mansfield Town Mark I've been associated probably five or six years doing bits and bobs around the ground but I've been a fan from the age of seven or eight years old so quite a while Is one of your main roles here then simply to assist the ground staff and that type of thing? Yeah, the ground staff do a very good job so it, there's, there's not going to be any big changes it's, it's just to assist them and you know, if I can source materials and things a, a bit cheaper that cost the club less money, use my contacts. And there's things like that that I'll be able to do. Everything can be improved and I'm open to bring some improvements. Mark Burton becoming the eighth at Stags director and it seems to make sense to bring him oh, on board, doesn't it? Terrific, isn't it? Yeah, most definitely. You know, he can add something, as you said there, you know, because of his skills, because of his business background and he's right. You know, you've, you've seen the name of the company sponsoring the Stags and mm. being involved in you know, lots of corporate things o over recent years and it's great we can have local directors representing local businesses doing the best for the club they support you know we've seen it with Steve Hymas and others over the years and it just strengthens the club once again you know in a stronger link with the community which is I know what John Radford wants yeah and uh, we just need this training centre at Plesley sorted right, and, and get right. going I, I'm, I was under the impression it had been sorted out mm. we, we all know that they started work and the council said oh, hold on a minute you haven't got permission for various things I thought they had got that sorted out so that that is news to me I have to mm. admit but when that training facility and does it get will, going it, it, yeah, it, it needs to happen doesn't it I know Adam Murray does tear his air out a little bit yeah. of what he's got left because of uh, the facilities can't could be improved and this yep. would just change that wouldn't that's it that's right where, where to train it's always an issue isn't it once you get to the bad weather in October November time whether it's water I remember or they were on public, or public or parks whatever. exactly they? yeah no, no place for a no, professional not side for a professional team. side no and it, it shows the club is taking steps forward isn't it or they've been knocked back a bit by the council but you know, mm. it will get sorted. There's no doubt about that. John Rufford's determined, and it will add another string to the club's bow. And when you're looking at the board of directors as well, you see it strong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, strong, isn't it? Yeah. And I say, more importantly for me, it's the localness of the board. It's not people drafted in from you know outside the county. It's be and it's not necessarily friends of the owner or chairman, whoever that might be. It's yeah. a John Rufford member, whoever. It's people locally, of, you know, investing their time in the club, and they already invested in the club since they were boys. Mm. Mark Burton, who's become a new uh, director this week. Let's go back to on the field matters again. Another uh, thing that uh, Adam Murray uh, made a lot of on Wednesday, and he, he mentioned it after the game on Saturday, was the uh, again the treatment he feels that the unfair treatment he feels Adam Chapman is getting. Yeah. Not the fact that. Uh, he's playing badly or whatever or below par but the fact that he's being singled out amongst a team that probably didn't perform to their best last yeah. week and yet there was Chapman when he came off there was the cheers there was yeah. applause and um, I'm sure it would affect you as a player definitely I, I know what fans say oh you've got to grow up and be a bit more yeah. strong I, 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 it, don't, I don't agree with that you mm. know I mean, we know it happens you know and you have to have strong broad shoulders but it, it shouldn't be right anybody in the workplace and on the football pitch is the workplace 
is, is you know, unless they're not doing their best and you know, trying the best, and mm. nobody can accuse Adam Chapman of not trying. Just because passes don't come off, doesn't you know? He's, he just want him not want them not to come off, yeah. and he's only going to get better through encouragement. If those fans had probably known, perhaps they didn't know last week that he was playing with a, a broken nose, nose yeah. they'd been broken twenty four hours before. Would there have been a bit more slack? Do you think? Possibly, possibly not, because unfortunately, once uh, football fans get the teeth into you, whoever you are, you know, it's very hard to shake them off. Unfortunately, and we have seen it over the years at Manchester Town. One or two players have been singled out. Or is it a case that people know what Adam Chapman can do, what what, what a good player he can be, and if if that's not appearing, they they sort of a bit frustrated with it. Possibly because they know reason. he can do better. Yeah, and you know he has not played to his best in recent weeks. He'll be the first to admit that. But you know the only way, as I said again, he can get better is through encouragement. Now it's not. Helping him being in and out the team, I suppose. Adam Murray took him out. I don't know. Rested him. Was it because of the abuse from certain sectors he was getting, or well, he was it he needed because, a rest anyway? Yeah, he said he needed a rest because he'd been tra- training harder than everybody else, right, and yeah. so was feeling That's tired. Right. And, yeah. and he's got conundrum that you know, chap wasn't fully fit. You got Adam uh, Maguire, you know, similar player for like, not fully fit as well. He's got to play one of them. For me now, Adam Chapman, he's got to sort of Adam Murray, if you like, nail his clothes to the mass and say, look, he's playing mm. because Maguire is not really fit at the moment. Adam Chapman's playing, you know, like it or lump it, the fans, you know, we're just going to get on with it and he's going to get come through this and come back as a stronger and better player for it. How do you feel about the team lineup at the moment? Are you pretty pleased with it at, the, at this moment in time? Do you feel it's pretty much spot on? You'd be hard to say. I'm pretty frustrated there's not a place for Jack Thomas, Mitchell Rose, somebody like that who's got a bit more energy, if you like bit more youthful endeavour. One thing Adam Murray said, you know, we thought when he took over he'd give youth a chance, and he has done, but probably not as much as some people would have thought he might have done or might have wanted. Up front, we still need another striker for me. And Adi Yusuf, when he's come on, he's done fantastically for 10, 20 minutes. He, at the moment, doesn't look like he can influence games or even play but games he won't for 90 next minutes. Month, will he? he won't be doing it now anyway. So that's where we're falling short. It was unfortunate last Saturday as well. Matty Blair is just becoming to become the player in recent weeks that we'd seen when he played against us all those times. And then, of course, he got injured before last week's game, which was a blow. Yeah. And uh, on this Monday, because it was his evening where he announced yep. that uh, he'd, he'd, he was supposed to be doing the previous Monday, but that was the 29th of February. And uh, that's as right. far as I'm aware, he was told by his missus or his girlfriend at the time, yeah. you, you know, you can't go to that because, uh, you now know, we know why. we've got plans, we know why, because she was, she proposed <laughs> to, to him yeah, on the 20th of February. Yeah. And he said yes, thankfully. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> so he's got a yeah. happy ending in yeah, the Yeah, terrific news, yeah. And I just hope he gets fit and he can start progressing mm. on the pitch. Because as, as I say, in recent weeks, he definitely looks more of a threat. Interesting stat that we appeared on social media and on the websites this week about the number of players used this yep. season by League Two clubs. Mansell Town, right at the bottom with the least number of players used 23 and when you compare that to the top side I think it's Stevenage with 43 yep. uh, and everyone else in around the 30s mark that, said, that it, says a lot doesn't it Adam it does. Murray it shows what he's been the, doing this season it shows you A he's got a t- close tight knit squad that's doing the job for him although he's obviously frustrated at times probably with the odd goal too many we've conceded and not scoring enough going forward probably also shows the budgetary budgetary constraints mm. he's under and there's no doubt about that people who you know accusing early in the season saying you've got one of the best budgets in the league and paying players best wages way off the mark mm. Can you get through a season with 23 yes, of course you can. players these days? You can, yes. I mean, the problem with this, injuries and suspensions, you, and you don't know what's around the corner, do we? You know, I mean, we've had one or two suspensions that are silly this season. You have to say the Christian Pierce one, ridiculous. But basically, the squad has got cover in most positions. We've just seen that little bit lightweight going forward. We had a long injury to Mal Benning. We got through that, and because the loans nowadays can get you through things, we've got the um, Alphys come in now, done a fantastic job. Yeah. You can't. You go back to what's it? Two, three seasons. Paul Cox had a massive squad. We, we weren't any better for it. Well, we'll see if we get a 24th player tomorrow because yeah. they're, they're looking for one to replace the suspended Adi Youssef and we'll find out, I'm sure, uh, about uh, the latest with that with Adam Murray tomorrow at around about 2 o'clock here on Mansfield 103.2. A quick break when we come back. We'll have the weekly prize drawn. We'll talk Mansfield ladies. We've got our ticket competition. Uh, final shout-out for this. Uh, one of two pairs of tickets for next Saturday's home game for Mansfield Town against Portsmouth. Should be rocking. Oh, it'll be, because it'll Portsmouth be a terrific atmosphere. They will bring thousands. The, the stand will be absolutely full. Mm. The expectation for a fantastic... You know, two teams 
teams chasing the playoffs be terrific. Yeah, just tell us uh, what is Portsmouth's nickname. 01623 That's 01623 The lines will be open for the next nine minutes and you're going to the draw if you're right with the winners announced at the end of the programme. Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsandBeds.com <laughs> Welcome back to Sports Talk here on Mansell 103.2. Let's go through this week's Mansell Town weekly prize draw results as we do it around this time every week. They're sponsored, as always, by Mansell Mobility Centre. Uh, 15 winners this week. The full list of winners can be found on the club's website, which is mansfieldtown.net. Let's go through the winners, though, uh, starting with a bottle of wine, courtesy of Mansfield Manor Hotel. That's 970, the winning ticket this week. And it's Trev that's won that. Well done, Trev. I don't think it's Trevor. I don't think it's our random number generator. Bottle of wine for the Mansfield Mobility Centre. That's 844, Deb Strauss. A free round of golf for one person at Mansfield Golf Club in Mansfield. 8-2-1, Norman the winner this week. Mansfield Town Football in the Community Voucher. 6-2-9, Jamie M. A family pass for Water Meadows in Mansfield. 1-0-3-2. Always a lucky number. James Weaver has got that one and he's won this week. A meal voucher to the value of £15 at the Black Bull in Mansfield. 8-0-6, Jane Danby. A meal for two at the Railway Inn in Mansfield. 1-1-3-0 and that's an instant winner. Two bar meals at the King's Arms Pop Inn in Mansfield, 687 Stephen Marshall. A £10 Indian Mint Mill voucher for the Mint Indian Restaurant, 1036 Lindsay Hill. Sunday lunch, which is two courses for two people at the Lakeside in Plesley, 581 Laura B. A £20 meal voucher in the Crown and Anchor Bar and Restaurant in Mansfield, 1017. That's Brianna that's won that, or Brianna. I don't know how to say your name, sorry about that. Uh, but it's Brian with an A on the end. Uh, £25 voucher for Frankie and Benny's, 632 Vicky B. Meal for two voucher in the Sandy Pate Sports Bar, 992 Jeff Palmer. Two match day tickets goes to 631 and that's Taxi. First prize this week is £225 and that goes to ticket number 698, Mark and Mia. Well done, you've won £225, Mark and Mia, ticket number 698 this week. Same prize, simply call in at the Stags ticket office with, and you must have your winning ticket incidentally with you uh, when you go to the ticket office. So you can call 01623 482482 to have your own regular number and play automatically from just £1 a week. That's this week's Mansfield Town Weekly Prize. Draw results sponsored by the Mansfield Mobility Centre. And of course, you have those every week here on Mansfield 103.2. Sports Talk, me, Jason Harris, and Tim Morris in the studio speaking with Tim very, very shortly. But let's talk Mansell Town ladies now. Shall we? Big weekend coming up for them. Uh, Notts Women's County Cup semi-final. It takes place at the Wonkall Stadium on Sunday at noon. And Lewis Saxby's side take on Nottingham Forest. A top of the league that's two divisions above us. So <laughs> it's a task. Um, but I suppose that's what we're in the game for. That's where we want to be playing. That's our ambition. Um, so it'd be nice to see where we're at. Yeah, it's Nottingham Forest ladies. You, you beat their second side in the previous round, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We beat, beat them quite, I say quite comfortably. It should have been quite comfortably. Um, we made it hard work for ourselves again. <laughs> um, but no, we beat the, the second side and they were full of young girls who look like they've got potential. Mm. Um, so I'm expecting a bit of a different challenge from, from the first team. Yeah, as you mentioned there, Forrest are looking to get into the, the second tier of women's football, aren't they, at the moment? So they are a good side. Yeah, they're up there. I, think, I don't know if they, they're still top. Um, they're looking like the challenge of promotion into Women's Super League, which mm. is a, a massive task. Um, so I think it's probably going to be the first time this year we go into a game and not the favourites to win it, which will be um, a strange thing to to try and see but yeah. it's there we've got to try and compete and see what we can do and see what we can get out of it well that's it it's a cup competition at the end of the day isn't it and exactly. you two teams out there and you can do it exactly we've seen stranger things happen how many times do you see not in league sides knocking out league sides and premier league sides getting beat by lower league sides it happens mm. at the day it's 90 minutes whatever happens happens we keep it tight we can keep it tight for as long as possible we're in the game we've got players that are capable of scoring yeah. you've seen the amount of goals that we've scored this year already so we'll cause a threat I don't think there'll be that big a gulf where we, we won't cause any threat at all um, we've got players that'll create stuff for us it's just whether we can keep it tight at the other end Are you able to do stuff like scouting? Are you able to do you know a, a little bit about them? Yeah yeah we, we do quite a bit um, if it's not myself we've got a couple of lads that that'll go down and, and watch and get reports and we do quite a lot That's that's probably me more than the club as a as a whole, I quite like to know where I am <laughs> and what I'm doing. Um, I like attention to detail in everything I do. Mm. So, yeah, we do. We've had them watched. We know a rough idea of what they're going to do. But you can never guess. They might come and, 
and spring a surprise as well. Is it a different world, Nottingham Forest ladies to Mansfieldtown ladies, really, in the way that they're run as, and how Mansfieldtown ladies is run? Um, is there that bigger gap? Is, I mean, there's a gap, isn't there, in men's football? Is there something similar in women's football? <sighs> Yes and no. I think I think we're on the right lines to get in there, mm. and I think that we are starting to do that. I think they're probably just maybe five or six years ahead of us in what they're trying to do with the amount of youth teams and stuff like that. They're creating their own players. Like I said, we beat their second team, which was all mainly homemade players mm. that they've created themselves. Um, that's our aim. So there is there is a gap in what they've done, but there's no reason that they can't be caught. There's no reason that. They're a million miles ahead of us. Mm. Um, got to remember, last year there's only one league between us, so it's not as if we're a million miles apart. Yeah. They didn't, they weren't flying last year. We we had a bad year, so no. Let's see what happens. Um, like I say, we're we're on a good set of results ourselves. Um, so no, see what happens. <laughs> a few new players as well as what you keep bringing them in, and uh, they, they seem to be fitting in well. Yeah, we've signed a few. Um, we brought one in. At the weekend with Georgia Herring, she's she made a debut. Uh, Emma Day has been brought in. Emma Day's been fantastic. She made a debut at Bedworth, and mm. I think she looked like she she was a bit unsharp. She'd not played for a while, and but since then she's been superb. Uh, like I said, Gio made a debut Sunday. Looked like she'd she played for us all year. Scored, got scored as well. She scored, yeah. yeah. She scored. Um, she set two up as well. So <laughs> she bad. Uh, she had a great debut. Yeah, whether. Um, whether we can carry it on we've got another couple that we're just waiting on in terms of fitness so no we're, we're there or thereabouts now keep winning uh, we're saying you're on a good run of form but Long Eaton keep winning as well don't they in the, in the league and I suppose that's a bit frustrating at the moment the gap is pretty big isn't it yeah I think it's nine points mm. um, which is it's possibly I think if we're now being honest probably too big we'd need something miraculous to happen knowing we probably needed Bedworth to win on yeah. Sunday yeah. Um, which obviously didn't happen we'd need something massive to happen and look I said when we got beat by Bedworth we knew it was out of our hands if we go now from then till the end of the season unbeaten then we've done all we can mm. um, at the moment Touchwood we, we are unbeaten <laughs> um, since that and look we're in a a League Cup semi-final a County Cup semi-final so not what we've set out to achieve in terms of the league because that's what we wanted to do we set out and wanted to win it but if we win two cups and a second place isn't isn't the end of the world yeah, is definitely it definitely so and uh, one of those is the County Cup as we're saying and it's this Sunday noon kickoff at yep. the One Call Stadium yeah 12 o'clock at the One Call we need as many people down as they can because yeah. they, they'll travel quite well they get a decent crowd um, like you say when teams are winning even us you, see, you seem you seem to win a few you get a, mo- a few more people coming to watch mm. and people start to take an interest which is nice I think it's probably the most I've known where people want to talk about us Um which is quite nice, but we need people, we need bodies, we need people to come and support. Mantletown ladies boss Lewis Saxby there talking about the big game at the weekend. We always love to talk about with the uh, Mantletown ladies here on Mantle on 3.2. Women's football been in the spotlight this yep. week with England playing in, yeah. in a tournament as well. As well to yeah. Go out, yeah. Indeed. I think she believes Cup, wasn't it? it That's was right, yeah. Yeah. And uh, well, what a game that will be on Sunday at the oh, One yeah. Call Stadium. It must be so frustrating as well in the league that, you know, is it one defeat or something, but that defeat yeah. proves so crucial because you only, only one team goes up. Mm. So now they have got to concentrate on the cup and it will be a massive challenge, there's no doubt about it, but it's a cup tie, anything can happen and with the crowd behind them and hopefully people will go down and watch because if they don't, they're going to be out, no, not outnumbered fan-wise because Forrest will bring you know, a decent, in yeah. quotes, following. Yeah, it's, But it's, it's a chance, as Lewis said, to test themselves and see how far they've come this season, if you like, against a team who is on paper you know, much, much stronger than themselves. One Call Stadium, Sunday at I 12. Know, Get right. down there and, and cheer the Stags uh, ladies on against Nottingham Forest in the semi-finals of the Women's County Cup. Uh, next Saturday, there is a game at the One Call Stadium. The Stags at home to Portsmouth have been giving tickets away uh, all throughout the show. The phone lines are now closed. We asked you what the nickname was of Portsmouth. Uh, Tim thought it was a, a trick question, didn't you? I thought there was going to be more. <laughs> there. I thought it was too easy. Yeah. But it was, of course. <laughs> Pompey. It was Pompey and well well done to everybody who came and phoned in and, and got it right, but we had, had only two winners in the end, sadly. Uh, those winners there will be celebrating Peter Kreitch from Nunkergate and Neil Freeman from Sutton and Ashfield. Uh, you both won those pair of tickets. We'll be telling you shortly how to get those tickets. Quick break when we come back. Tim Morris will be moaning again. Mansfield 103.2 Sports with United Carpets and Beds. Visit us in store for the latest deals on flooring and beds at Mansfield Woodhouse and Kirkby and Ashfield. UnitedCarpetsandBeds.com Morris's Minute Moan. I don't totally agree with him. 
It's just down to greed. Oh, dear. Well, she's either angry or drunk. Dear, oh, dear. Why are we playing this game? We don't need to play it. Dear, dear, dear. I would throw them both out. It's obscene. It's a disgrace. Some people just moan for the sake of it. Final part of Sports Talk here on Mansfield 103.2. Uh, yes, it's time for Morris's Minute Moan. 60 seconds with Tim. No interruptions from anybody can moan about something in the world of sport that's got him this week. Let's find out what it is from Tim this week. Go. Right. Is the thrill of F1 getting the best out of engines and cars around challenging tracks, or is it merely a chance for the drivers to look good or cool, as Lewis Hamilton wants us to believe? Surely safety should be paramount in any sport. And in F1, there have been too many fatal accidents to turn down the chance to improve safety, yet that is just what Hamilton appears to want. Formula One bosses want to bring in the halo. Uh, it's a design that partially closes the cockpit for drivers to improve protection from flying debris, basically. The halo is their preferred solution to concerns over safety and they want to roll it out in 2017. It's got a hinge lock mechanism, it can be removed swiftly for easy access, and Kimi Raikkonen, no less, said in after testing it didn't hamper visibility. Yet Hamilton was more concerned with how he looked after trying out the potentially life-saving technology. He called it the worst-looking modification in F1 history. He said he felt cars had lost their cool. Cool? Cool surely has got to be being alive and not carted off to hospital with your loved ones and fans anxiously looking on. No, it's all about looking great. It's got to be, it's, it's sexy. It's it's a sexy sport. It's got to look good. Why? Because it's, what, it's, it's Formula One. Formula yeah. One is sexy. It's a sec- It's the sexiest sport out there. To the drivers, or to it's him, glamorous. obviously, it is glamorous. There's no doubt about it. And is that the point? That some drivers are only in it because of the glamour and to look good. And they don't care and about the, the safety. Well, and the big money that comes with it. Yeah. And they don't care about the safety. They've changed their mind when they're in a fatal crash or they're in a serious crash and they're lying in a hospital in a coma or whatever. And surely they must look at the history of the sport and see the serious accidents that, that happened over the years and anything that's done to stop that has got to be a good thing. I know there were concerns that it probably restricted view yes, and, and it, viewpoint in and some ways. If that was Hamilton's point of view, I wouldn't have a word to say against him, although Kimi Raikkonen has said there, no less, yeah. has said there isn't an issue with the view. Mm. Well, the head of it, Bernie Eccleston, said a few weeks ago he wouldn't even pay to, for his family to go and watch that's it. That's right, it, it, one. Isn't, so it isn't for me, really I have to admit. State Formula One at the it moment. is at the moment, yeah. And just talking about the minute moan, though, I think, you know, I presume F1 bosses will listen to what I've said because oh, of course yeah. the Premier League this week announced there is, has been a cap on away tickets <laughs> so they clearly were listening although Lord Coe hasn't got back in touch <laughs> yet, yet. Your, no, your there's, there's time yeah. uh, vendetta <laughs> against him but there we go that was Morris's Minute Moan this week if you agree disagree tweet us at 103 Sport uh, we'd love to hear your views about it uh, Lewis Hamilton uh, just wants to look good that's pretty much it. That's right. And fair enough, if that's what he wants. But he's putting that, he's putting all the drivers at risk if his point of view holds sway. Time for the Sports Stop Rich here on Mantu 103.2 then, where myself and Tim go up against a random number generator called Trevor to see who knows who's better at predicting scores. It's me and Tim, we spend hours poring over the uh, the football <laughs> yep. fixtures and all the form guides and everything. Trevor just plucks numbers out of the air and we see who's doing better. Well, last week, uh, I got one point for saying that uh, Derby would beat Huddersfield, which they did. Uh, Tim, you got four points. That included getting Yay. the score right. Uh, Derby against Huddersfield, so that means you got three points for that uh, that game. And Trevor got three uh, because out of the three games that did go ahead, uh, one of the matches didn't take place. Of course, hands with Paramore against Clipston due to yep. bad weather. Uh, that means he got three points. So, I'm top with 72. You're on 68 and Trevor is on 66 so we're just winning just just only just all right let's see if trevor's here hi trevor hello oh so you decide to stick yes. with the the new voice <laughs> have you trevor yes oh the, fair enough the new trevor yeah, the new trevor i mean did you ever think about getting a voice like tim's at any point definitely not well fair enough right let's get <laughs> on with it shall we <laughs> yeah we've got enough with just one tim we'll be all right with two all right let's go through this week's then first of all nottingham forest against sheffield wednesday in the championship tomorrow tim I, you know, two weeks ago you'd have gone for a Wednesday win, but having mm. uh, lost that game to Rotherham, whatever, I'm going to go for a draw, 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. What do you think, Trevor? 2-0. Two. 2-0 nil. Two, nil to Forest. I've gone 2-1 to Sheffield Wednesday. Here we go. Yeovil against Notts County. I know you love doing <laughs> Notts County ones. Uh, this one's going to be interesting. Yeovil beating the Stags last week. Notts County in a horrific run of form again. I've gone for a 2-0 win uh, by Yeovil. Yeah, 3-0. Nil. 3-0. Nil. Uh, what do you think, uh, Trevor? 2-0. Two, 2-0 nil. Two nil again. Ooh, so he's you've gone been, for You've it. been comparing notes. <laughs> so that means uh, a clean sweep for Yeovil victories there. Uh, in local non-league, Hull United against Shybrook Town. This game being played at 
Shybrook because Hull United haven't That's got their right. own ground at yep. the moment. So, uh, what do you think, Trevor? One. Nil. Uh, he's gone one nil to Hull United. I've gone two two. Trev? Uh, I'm, Tim? I'm, I'm going to... Don't get you confused already. You haven't even got the same voice. 2-1. 2-1. <laughs> to one. Shy, Shybrook. 2-1 to Shybrook. Yeah. Fair enough. And finally, uh, the uh, FA Cup this week. It is the sixth round. Uh, Manchester United against West Ham. Tim? It's a really, really tough one to call. I'm going to go for a Man United win, 2-1. But, but who knows? I know. I know after They were week, awful last they night. They were, but that's what happens. One minute they're awful, the next minute they'll blow hot. Let's see if Trevor agrees. Trevor? 1-4. Which could happen. Four to one be fair. to West Ham. Could I've gone two one uh, to West Ham as well against Manchester United. So we'll find out next week how those go. The FA Cup sixth round. We'll keep you up to date with that. We've also got Premier League action. We've got reports of all those games tomorrow, and we'll keep you up to date with that here on Mansfield one hundred three point two Saturday Sport exclusive commentary. Bristol Rovers against Mansfield Town. We've got about a minute and a half, so let's talk about tomorrow's game. Daryl yep, Clark, Darryl Clark, ex Stag. Yeah, That's Liam right, Lawrence yeah. probably missed the game through injury, yep. uh, but it's going to be interesting this one, particularly because Bristol Rovers have won their last three, three and they've started to yeah, melt three out of four is it mm. yeah well last three yeah they're really in form obviously they're going for promotion they're in their playoff places you know they were, I wouldn't say they want revenge for us sending them down <laughs> I wonder what Junior Daniel what sort of reception the, he's yeah, going to exactly, get got the result there two years ago yeah. almost he now. scored the goal we got the goal you know the one win sent them down they weren't happy at the time of course they weren't <laughs> upset you know and there's, I always remember pictures of Darrell Clark being upset on the pitch and well in tears let, let's be honest great, I'm glad they stuck great with him. I am and it, you know they were vindicated by coming straight back and that's terrific for them to come back because you have to say it's very very difficult as we know mm. to bounce back as quickly as and they've got new owners as well. They've got some, they some now money have, in there that's now, right. haven't they? Iranian or Jordanian, I can't remember which that's right, in mm. recent weeks. That's, and you can see why they've been taken over by somebody with money, because of the potential... It's a city there always club. has been, as long as I remember with Bristol, there's that's always right. been a talk of Bristol being a potential place and it's not been really tapped into. So that's right. we'll see if this happens Bristol this time. Bristol City did it for a while, didn't mm. they? They were in the old first division, the top tier at one time many moons ago. They've been trying in recent years to get, get up well, there. Well, the players, local lad, Aidan, Aidan Flint, has just won the yep. uh, le- uh, Championship Player of the Year. That's right. Player of the month. Month. Yeah. That's right, yeah. For last month, so that was good. So, so potentially, there's an awful lot of people there who love the football. You know, there were talks at one time of uh, amalgamating to one club, but a load mm. of rubbish. That was never going to happen <laughs> in a million years. Well, we'll find out tomorrow what happens Bristol Rovers against Mansell Town exclusive commentary here on Mansell 103.2 Tim Morris great to have you with us again tonight yeah, thank you for Back having me next Friday when we'll talk more sport we'll talk everything that's going on in Mansell Town as well uh, up next it is in Watkins with the 80s school reunion from me Jason Harrison and Tim Morris have a great good night good night Mansfield 103.2